Hey everybody, welcome to episode 50 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back, I'm Ben, and once again I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. Hello, hello. How you doing, man? You okay? I'm really good. It's episode 50. It's a big <laughs> achievement, isn't it? I know. I know. Uh, to be fair, we were planning on doing like a, a milestone episode where we do like clips of the best ones and listener submissions and things. But with Blood Bowl 2020 hitting uh, with Snotlings landing right now, we thought we'd just do a cheeky Snotling special instead. And we'll save yeah. the save the milestones for later. We're, we're coming up on fifty thousand downloads. That we could we could do a giveaway for that or something. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Plus all the bonus episodes and stuff is probably more like you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're on. Five at least sixty sixty something. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's great fun. Uh, so yeah, big thank you to everybody out there who's actually listening and participating. Um, it's it's great. It's been really good fun. And Ben, it's been great having you join join the crew. I think yeah. I think you've passed the threshold of most episodes as co-host now. Um, ah, that's, a, that's an achievement. You're in the the, the, the mid to high twenties, I think. Um, I've spent a very stop, uh, stop being a guest now. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're an official co-host. <laughs> hey, you've got you've got the mug and the t-shirt. Um, <laughs> Better <laughs> shave my head then. Yeah. <laughs> Be the other one. <laughs> Earn your place. No, that's wicked. Okay, cool, Ben. I've, well, we've already said it's a Snotling special. What are we talking about on today's episode? Yeah, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Snotling team and going through the spike, our favourite parts. Um, we'll talk about Snotlings in Blood Bowl 2016 and also how they're going to be in 2020 and the usual games, hobby and star players. Absolutely. So yes, as Ben said, we're going to talk about Snotlings for Blood Bowl 2016 and Blood Bowl 2020. Um, because I think we're about to hit the point where there's both being played. Um, mm-hmm. And when we put it out to social media, we said, which ones do you want? And basically everyone said both. Uh, it was mostly in the form of memes. Um, so, yeah, that's what we took it. So we're going to run through uh, the 2016 rules and we're going to run through the 2020 rules for you as well. So um, by the end of this show, you should be on Entoyment ordering your Snotlings if you've not got them already. <laughs> oh, that's such good fun. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. Right, we'll talk more about that in hobby for now. It's over to news. Okay, let's do this. It's news. We've got a few bits to talk through. I think we've mentioned this one before a couple of times. Uh, we've got the Norbert Miniatures Kickstarter for Bretonians. It's due to go live on the 5th of September, which is today. Now, I will try and get a little video up on YouTube when it goes live detailing what it is. Um, but what we did was we ordered some of their knights. And yeah, we received them a couple of weeks ago now. I don't know, back in the before times. Ben, what did you think to the quality of their fantasy knight miniatures? I, I'm i really impressed. I If you've ever had a board game from like Cool Millie or not, like Zombicide or something like that, or like uh, what, Blood Rage, they're extremely similar in quality to a PVC board game miniature. Just not like they don't quite have the flex. They're quite solid and stiff. That's good. You don't want too much flex, I think, when yeah. it comes to miniatures like that. So we picked those up because, well, you know, fantasy miniatures are great. I'm going to use one as statues, I think, for Dungeon Bowl. But 
I thought we'd get had a look. And um, the size, they are smaller than Blood Bowl stuff. They are Warhammer Fantasy scale. But mm -hmm. we asked Norba, we said, hey, you've got your Blood Bowl stuff coming. Are they the same size as your fantasy models or are they Blood Bowl scale? They said they are bigger than the fantasy miniatures. So I think they should scale up um, quite nicely. I think they'll be a little smaller than Blood Bowl miniatures, but I don't think it's noticeable. I don't think it will be it's noticeable. It's the Games Workshop ones, probably, but Games Workshop scale is pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, they've got pretty chonky, these guys. Um, yeah. but they're still gonna they're still gonna dwarf the snotlings, and um, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, what did we what did we talk about last time? Is it that we're about thirty pounds with with postage for sixteen players? Yeah, which is just unreal. Uh, I'm like... really yeah, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing this team come out, and that is with Bretonians being dead. But we had a look, and they've got four knights, they've got four bodyguard kind of dudes, and they've got four um, that's four. They've got a bunch of linemen. With kind of empire style, you know, Warhammer Empire style. I think these guys will do absolutely brilliant um, if you want an Imperial nobility team before the 2020 box. Yeah, I mean, like that's kind of the thing with every Bretonian team, isn't it? It's not going to be too difficult to convert if you wanted to. I'm yeah. sure we'll see some kind of Bretonian comeback though. Like there'll be community rosters or secret league, you know. Well, there's a, there is a there is a Bretonian list in the Secret League. Yeah, I would like to see yeah. community rosters. If um, well, if Games Workshop don't include them, they won't. I don't think they'll include them in Teams of Legend. If there is a Teams of Legend PDF when it goes live for Blood Bowl 2020, um, but yeah, that, I'm genuinely a bit worried about Slan, Corn, and Bretonians. <laughs> I think Bretonian have the biggest chance of coming back, even if they get remade. Like we're seeing Imperial Ability, so acknowledging the Empire, right? So we're gonna like it might be that in a future update, Games Workshop make a Bretonian team release a new roster because they've shown they create new they're creating new ones they're yeah, they, still visiting old Warhammer lore. Yeah, it would be really really interesting and probably a little bit terrifying to see Games Workshop produce a Bretonian roster. Now, <laughs> honestly, now that they've carved apart the community roster for the nobility team, um, yeah, it, I don't know where they could go with Bretonians. It would um, be quite different, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think, I I don't know. I know this seems really optimistic of me, but I can I can see them bringing Slan back. No, I, I, I no. They would. I think they would go the Blood Bowl two kids level route if they were uh, doing that. Oh, good point actually. I mean the, well, yeah. Well, I I don't know. I couldn't just see them doing something. They brought the Zote back. They brought Zote <laughs> all true. the way back from third edition Warhammer and, and, and Rogue Trader. I just, I can see them doing it. I can see them bringing a Frogman team back, whether it runs like Slan or not. I can see them doing it. I can see them just pulling the trigger. However, well, I say it wouldn't be anytime soon, but we've seen three new teams drop with the Snotlings, the Blackhawks and the Ability. Uh, they've, they've changed up the Necromantic roster with the Whites being introduced. Uh, we are in a very different edition of Blood Bowl now, or we're about to be. And it's pretty exciting, isn't it? Oh, it is really exciting, and it'll be more exciting with Frogmen. So come on, Games Workshop, <laughs> let's bring back the Slan. Uh, if not, there'll be a there'll be a bunch of good community rosters, I'm sure. And we've already had loads of chats about it on our our um, social media pages. Um, we even if if the community can't band band together and create one, we'll put we'll put out one. We'll get everyone together and yeah. build it. I think there's a billion people out there at the moment doing that. Anyway, I digress. Norba miniatures, fifth of September. Have a look. Thirty quid. 
get a, get a Bretonian team and just enjoy it while you can uh, and then claim its nobility um, because that is such a sweet point and they are intending to do all the teams to do alternatives for all the teams at the same price point oh, I love that we could be looking at the Warlord games here of Blood Bowl oh the Mantic, yeah. the Mantic games of Blood Bowl and I don't know just that price point is so sweet and the sculpts are they're good they are good they are really good. Yeah, they are, I would would not be disappointed at all. They're clean. You know, it's it's not like a resin miniature. No, you, like a high quality resin, but it's a plastic miniature. I'd be pretty happy with that. And as the at twenty five thirty quid, you just cannot complain. That's exactly it. I mean, I brought many of the Games Workshop teams just because they are that cheap. I mean, Ben, you got the Fanath team. I know you haven't really had a chance to look at it much with everything going on, but that was what sixty pounds for a team of sixteen guys and a big guy and everything like that. And um, we said that was good. That, yeah, that was good. <laughs> that is resin. The detail on it is a little bit, you know, ten percent, ten percent more cartoony than the Games Workshop stuff. Just a, yeah, probably. I'd what, say these normal ones are crisper than the Fanath resin. I agree. These are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The actual um, production of the plastic is crisper, and the details are. Uh, a little bit less exaggerated. I think these are going to go just fine. They look like historical miniatures, yeah. which, which makes a lot of sense given some of the other stuff that the company produces. Sculpting's good, guys. This is this is definitely one to watch. What else have we got? What else have we got? Speaking of teams that uh, might not exist in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We've got the fight game. So that's F-I-T-E, Foxtrot in the... Uh, yeah, F-I-T-E. I'm just too late. It's too late. I'm too tired. Foot-it-to-air. Uh, it's an Amazon team. Ben, you've had the privilege of having a look at this team a little bit more than I have. So why don't you give us the rundown? Yeah, so we were made aware of this uh, through Facebook, and uh, they reached out to us, the um, one of the guys from this company, and uh, said, "Yeah, like, are, are we willing to like, you know, take a look? So tell me, tell me what you think." And we were chatting, and uh, and I was able to test print one one of the models for him. So I've been able to print out and verify in person these new Amazon sculpts, which there will be. Uh, I think he's got some of the positionals and then based on the result of the Kickstarter, the rest are being unlocked to stretch goals, but you should get a full team. Um, plus a big guy if it gets to the end as well, which Amazons don't have, but it would be pretty cool to have so you can run it as a human team. Well, you might need um, to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, really, really nice models. Um, it's They're extremely realistic scale. So they're quite thin, but they're like realistic human proportions. And that is kind of a breath of fresh air when it comes to Amazon teams. It is. They are reasonably appropriately clad. They are dressed as athletes and they've yep. got additional armor strapped to them. Um, but it's very reasonable. You, you know, I would not be embarrassed to have this team if, you know, and I think there are people out there who have daughters and things, which they do consider whether a lot of these miniatures are appropriate or not. I think these are absolutely fine. Um, oh, totally appropriate. It's they, like what you see in like the Olympics, isn't it? Like it's exactly athletes. like what, yeah, it's exactly it. You, yeah. They're dressed like runners, but they've got the Greek, Greco-Roman skirts are around mm -hmm. them. Um, the braided hair for like 
Rootwams and style. Yeah, it, the, the teams look cool. Ben did call it. They do look quite slight. And I was taken a little bit aback by it. But um, I think, like you said, that's just realistic proportions. We're not used to seeing at 30 mil scale. <laughs> yeah. Um, they look slight. When you printed them, uh, were they slight enough that you were worried about damaging them? Or are they good to go? Um, I handled them with care. Yeah. Um, I I supported them. I don't think they're coming pre-supported, but he said he may look into it if it's successful. Um, oh, that's good because that's a little bit of extra work. Uh, yeah. but it wasn't that hard. So it took me. It didn't take me that long to support it, to be honest. Because they, you know, I think some of them would be harder than others. But the one I printed had quite a standard pose, which is quite easy to do. Um, so this, yeah, is, it, oh, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say this is going live twenty fifth of September. That you can get the team in resin for an average price i think there's like there are two different packages one's 60 one's 80 which is very standard for kickstarter but they're also doing the stls for something like 25 and yes, that's yes. that is why ben got a chance to print one is because they said look we've got these stl files we're doing as well the people who've got printers um and i think that in itself is going to be really beneficial having the two options yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is what he said, which was a very fair point, is that he already has the files. You know, why, why not Why not sell them? I mean, we might see more companies do this because... It would you know. be... Well, it's free money at that point, isn't it? Yeah, He's, no extra work required. Exactly. Fight games at that point are, for all intents and purposes, just making £25 for free. Because, you know, if, if you don't want to pay the 60 80 for the team normally you would just simply not get the team uh so you wouldn't they wouldn't get a sale if they pick up the stl files it's just an extra way to generate that capital to make the models work and it means you're not being penalized if you don't have a printer we've seen loads of these stuff that's stl only um and mm -hmm. then you have to track down and blackmail a brilliant friend just like ben to print stuff out for you uh, but this way you get both so if you don't know someone with a with a uh, 3d printer and you want a blood team and you've got 60 pounds to spend on a team that's about to go out on rotation um <laughs> you can do it and i'm very pleased to hear they've got extra positionals in the works um because if zons don't appear via a pdf at large uh, at the beginning uh you're going to be using them as count as so um yeah any any other thoughts on the fight miniatures um no that's that's about it i i would say when when it was printed it was quite small but then you put it it seemed small but again i think that was due to the proportions when you put it against other miniatures they seem pretty standard size for humans it, um i even did one at like 110 percent and oh. it just seemed too big at that point <laughs> so yeah cool so print it 105 percent and uh, oh, even that was good. about on the large side <laughs> really that's interesting i, I think I think it does stand up. It's just you're just getting used to like the non ridiculously muscly arms and stuff that yeah, the, tend to have the non games workshopified effect. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, that's one to watch as well. Fight games, twenty uh, fifth of September. Hopefully, we'll get a bit more information before that comes around because there's some very good sculpts. Uh, oh, here you go. I've actually got your post on the screen now, Ben. Ah, there you go. Yeah, and we've got a picture of them side by side with an orc. Uh, yeah, I think the scale is about right. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's very, very cool. Uh, next thing we've got is another thing that you spotted, actually. The Myth Bowl full... Uh, the Myth Bowl human... Oh, what is it? What is this? This is the Patreon, isn't it? Yes. So this is run by RNE Studio, who I think a lot of people might might have heard of. He Absolutely, does yeah. 
Yeah, they, they've done a, a lot of teams in the past, especially their Mythball range. Um, and yeah, they've, they've just uh, started a Patreon, which began 1st of September. So yeah, it's their first month doing it. They're selling, or not selling, but allowing you to subscribe and have access to a <laughs> um, human team, including the Ogre, all the positionals, and also their welcome pack, which contains four star players. Oh, that is very cool. Yeah, so I think it's like a King Tut. Um, so you have the big, big Kemri guy. Yep. Um, you've got a corn-looking fellow. I'm really not sure who he's meant to represent. He's holding a head. Um, and you have a Carla, or a female player, who's pretty much get Carla. up as Carla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, another. Uh, I can't remember the last one, honestly. So yeah. the, the human team is it the um. The guys that kind of look like uh, sci-fi Bretonians. Yeah, pretty much. All right. <laughs> they, they look like uh, uh, Deadpool um, from from Mantic, but with a Bretonian edge. That is a really nice team. Now we've seen STL files and stuff from uh, RNE Studios before, and the pricing was quite high. Um, I think yes. we've got. I think I got a couple of them, Ben, for you to do some prizes for Mega Bowl and stuff. Yes, and yeah. you know it, it, the pricing was okay for a few miniatures, but for an entire team it was like fifty quid for the STLs. Um, yeah, and we all know you can just go buy two games workshop teams for that. For ten pounds to get this team and then to be part of the Patreon, I mean, you're going to take five months worth of getting STL files. Yeah. Uh, this is dangerous. This is really assuming dangerous. It, yeah, assuming it's a team a month. This is going to be pretty good oh, for anyone. Know. Even if it's, you know, four star players a month. That's £2.50 yeah. an STL file. That's... Yeah. Oh, man, I would pull that trigger if the... File, I mean, most of their sculpts are really good as well. Um, there's a couple that are a bit gimpy, but that uh, could be the set. Yes, every every miniature line. I, <laughs> I you know, I'm, I, that's really good. Have you signed up to this? Yeah, I snatched it up as soon as I saw it. Um, <laughs> which maybe in hindsight, I wasn't really... Uh, very careful because I did end up getting the extra month, which didn't actually have anything on it because I subscribed in August when oh. before it started. <laughs> but he was very kind. He said, "You're number one Patreon, so you can have a month of my other Patreon." Oh, Patreon, which he's running with, like fantasy models. Yeah, so that was really really kind of him. Um, oh, that's cool. So yeah, yeah. if you are a uh, if you do have a printer, this is definitely worth having a look. At because they are great Blood Bowl miniatures and you're supporting a really great creator. Um, I love that you're the first Patreon. I love that. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> I think that's great. Well done. <laughs> was right in there. As soon as I saw this, I was like, no, I'm not letting this disappear. Absolutely. I think I paid more for the, the, the star players that I picked up than uh, a month of the Patreon. So <laughs> that is really cool. That is really, really, yeah. really cool. Um, I think for miniatures, that wraps it up. And one thing we really got to talk about, Ben, is, um, is the Blood Bowl 3 trailer. Which Ooh, I didn't absolutely. even I didn't even put that in the show notes. I I kind of forgot about it. So that came yeah. and went. I'm sure all of you out there have seen the trailer. If you haven't seen the trailer, do go give it a watch. Um I'm gonna go in with the uh with the good bad good sandwich straight off the bat. Okay. Um It's a Blood Bowl game. That's good. The, <laughs> no, it looked really Solid. cool. It looked really cool. <laughs> the uh, the interesting takeaway I got is that all of the stuff that's in the game looks exactly the same as the sculpts from yeah, the tabletop. I, I, I really like that, personally. I, I don't I, know how you feel. I agree. I agree. I, I'd be 
I was kind of hoping that they'd land some underworld sculpts that looked like the Blood Bowl 2 versions, but, uh, you know, their drill arms and stuff, uh, that team yeah. at some point would be really, really sweet. Um, so, yes, the I don't know if they're just because it's like an early engine. The graphics didn't look that great. They didn't look particularly much better than Blood Bowl 2. Um, it didn't look like a game that's come out in 2021. No. However, I love Fumble. So, like, as far as graphics... <laughs> As far as graphics like bars go, like I don't mind. Like things peaked with Dragon Warrior, and everything else is just unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep your colours and your polygons. Um, so yeah, I think it looks. I think it looks good. I think it, I, I give them a lot of kudos for. It was clearly rendered in game. The trailer that is, you can tell like the animations and stuff, which that, I really respect is the first Games Workshop trailer game that I have ever seen. I mean, look at the Necromunda trailer. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the trailer came out, and then for three months, these trailers were landing that was clearly not gameplay, and we had no idea what the game was going to be like. This yeah. is Blood Bowl with Blood Bowl sprites based on, based on the miniatures, like literally based on the miniatures. The halfling with the cooking pot, everything, it, which is really cool. I like that a lot. I'm with you on that one. Um did you see the the verminator uh what was that creek creek rust gouger so in the yeah. game there is a uh there is clearly creek rust gouger and he is in the blood bowl 2020 rulebook so there is a definite possibility that that miniature is coming soon although i suppose we already so. thought that didn't we <laughs> yeah although when you also you're saying they match the miniatures i'm really hoping in this version of the game they have some more of the stars with models to represent them because currently we have like like helmet wolf is just a goblin with a chainsaw i'm wondering oh, if they'll yeah. have helmet with an actual chainsaw because he's a very prevalent star now isn't he well, he's he, on he works for everybody um yeah yeah he's not picky at all anymore that'd be quite nice yeah it, i would i i just can't wait to see the game i know we we're gonna wait till next year it'll be interesting to see um if and how true it stays to what Blood Bowl 2020 is going to be and whether it lands with rules live before the tabletop or whether, you know, vice versa. Um, ha keeping it up to date with tabletop, if it's based on the new tabletop rules, which it looks like, it's got the nobility in there and stuff. Uh, I don't know whether we're going to see spoilers or whether it's going to be that brutal get the spike magazine for tabletop and the DLC for Blood Bowl 3. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. Um, the other cool thing to mention is that it's looking like it's going to be cross-platform. Yeah, that was revealed and then taken away. It was. <laughs> so... And then said that they're working on it. So, yeah, yeah I, we got really excited because we thought, hey, this is going to be on the Switch as well. Like, that's really, 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 really well, it's, great. It's, it's confirmed to be on Switch. Oh, that's... But the cross-platformness hasn't been confirmed. Oh, I think, was it you yeah, saying something should... about the online game systems? Yeah, Nintendo and Sony can be a little bit funny with their servers and how they do online. So we'll have to see what comes out of that. Um, yeah, I do hope it's on Switch and it's cross-platform because I I would love it on Switch, but I think if I can't play it against PC, that might be a deal-breaker of getting it on Switch. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. And the benefit is if the graphics are as uh, true to the trailer as as <laughs> you know as it is, yeah. uh, most people who are playing Blood Bowl 2 probably will be able to play Blood Bowl 3 which yes, I think good. I think because of the way Blood Bowl is there's a lot of and a lot of players who are not gamer gamers like they're tabletop gamers who also game PC for Blood Bowl 
you know, I think that's why Fumble is so prevalent and Blood Bowl 2 is, is so brilliant because it's it's about 10 years old and everyone can run it. If they go max out, if they Warhammer Total War style Ooh. stats for Blood Bowl 3, I just don't think it will do that well. Um, I, I kind of agree, actually, yeah, because that game is a beast to run. Yeah. And I, it's also extremely popular too, but I think it might just be because Total War is amazing. Well, Total War is amazing, but uh, not as amazing as Blood Bowl, but I, I do think there's a massive, <laughs> massive correlation between Blood Bowlers and Blood Bowl 3 players versus any other kind of online version. I mean, Dawn of War, you didn't remotely ever need to know what 40k was to play Dawn of War. It was just a cool RTS. Oh, I Blood... didn't know what Warhammer was when I played Dawn of War. So exactly. It, it got so yeah. many people into it. I think because of the way that Blood Bowl is, like the Blood Bowl video games are just the tabletop game, there's, you've got to love, you've got to like board games. you kind of got, I kind of like that board game, uh, I think, element. Yeah, because you, you are rolling dice. It's like, the same It'll be game. weird to go in there thinking it's like Madden and then... Yeah, and then suddenly a rolling dice to do everything. Yeah, they tried that already. Uh, there was a yeah. blitz mode. They did, but yeah, I, I just, um, I think they. I just hope they don't overcook it because I really cannot be bothered to upgrade my PC, and I would be, I'd be so excited <laughs> to play uh, Blood Bowl three. But if, uh, if if it's gonna cost several hundred pounds to upgrade it, I'm literally just not gonna bother, um, because I've got Blood Bowl two, and it's 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 sad, but. Oh, what do you do? Like, I'm already paying yeah. hundreds of pounds to play the tabletop version. <laughs> like, it's also coming out for a PS5 and the new Xbox, which I always forget the name of. One X is it? One X? Oh, something rubbish like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's coming out. It's coming out for that as well. So, I mean, they've got to be somewhat next gen. Yeah. If they want to release it on these newer consoles. Yeah, you're very, very, very right there. Uh, well, anyway, we, 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 it remains to be seen. But yes, have yes. a look at the trailer. Um, it's very cool to see, well, Blood Bowl 3 and Blood Bowl 2020 realised. And it just legitimately confirms the fact that we are in the next age of Blood Bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely. Which sums it up. Cool, we've got a couple of tournaments to talk through here. The first is a very, very very special one that's being run by morpheus um or sean hennessy i mean morpheus i think we've played some games against him on our streams mm-hmm. um great coach for america really lovely guy lovely family too um and he is running with uh hef i think yeah with hef um in the uk a tournament on fumble to raise money for uh, Mia. So let me just quickly read the charity tournament. His his little brief here. Charity tournament for what? Uh, a while back, there was a huge fundraiser for a little six-year-old girl named Mia. Um, you guys in the Bloodball community, may, you, you will probably know of this or have heard of this. Uh, her father passed away quite unexpectedly, leaving mum and Mia alone. Now, this really touched home for me, Sean, um, as he has two older kids, 29 and 28, and has a 10-year-old daughter who is his world. Not to pull on heartstrings or anything, but he just turned 50 this year. His older kids have had 28-plus more years with him than that little one will ever get. Um, he spent as much time with her as he can, making every minute count. Tomorrow is never a guarantee. He could not even begin to imagine the pain that his wife and daughter would be without him around. Uh, he can only imagine the pain and sorrow that Mia and her mother feel every day with that emptiness. So he is running this charity tournament uh, where all the proceeds will be given to the little girl to use for school, an outing, whatever she wants to, to use it for. A child that young should never have to go through what she's going through. Let's all pull together as a community, roll some digital dice and play some games for Mia. So... It's a brilliant. It's just that such a sweet. lovely sentiment, and uh, from from knowing Sean, I, 
his his kids are his world and it's lovely to see um in fact i got to talk to his daughter a few times on um when we're playing games actually which is cool uh so it's a fumble tournament it is four rounds and it's a game a week for four weeks it starts on september the 14th monday the 14th and signups are between now and september the 13th 10 pound per ticket on paypal there is loot and there is raffle as well where people are submitting stuff. We're going to get some loot and stuff together for, for Sean mm-hmm. and Hef to, to give away. Um, but yes, if you're a fumble player, sign up because it is a great cause. However, that's all the good feely, like real, actually nice real world stuff. There's another reason to be very excited for it. It is called Ogahio. And the reason it's called the Ogahio Cup is because Ogre teams are massively, massively, um, like, boosted. I'm sorry. I'm very tired today. My words are just utterly, <laughs> utterly failing. I, anyway. That's okay. Um, ogre's good. Other teams bad. So <laughs> here's the skill packages. All non-Ogre teams, uh, four normal skills and two doubles. Um, and... All ogre teams, four normals, four doubles. And non-ogre teams have to take an apothecary and a, and a keg because they are scared of playing ogres. So essentially, ogre rosters are 1250. Everybody else is 1150 because they've got to take that apothecary and keg. And there are stunty teams, uh, stunty league, sorry. There are secret teams. Um, there's a stunty cup. It's just a really cool event. Link is in the show notes. If you're up for a fumble challenge, now Summer Sorcery has finished. Um, I need to do a little video wrap up of that when i get a chance uh yeah support a great thing there's trophies from hungry troll there's the raffle he's got some dice getting made for everybody as well this is a great little event and if you're after something to play for fumble for oct uh, for september into october then give it a click uh, give it a click and sign up that is the ohio or the ogahio cup you know he's done a great job of breaking down the tournament but doesn't have the name, so I'm going to see. Have a look. Yeah, no, hasn't got the name of it. Pretty sure it's called the Yoga Hio Cup. Sorry if it isn't, but the link is in there. Um, and yeah, if you're after a fumble tournament with a great bunch of guys for a great cause, this is your Huckleberry. And the next one is Mega Bowl. So we talk about this every single time we get a chance because it's now just under two months to go. Tickets are live. The roster is live. The most up-to-date rule set is live on the boneheadpodcast.com website. We've got a Snotling update that I popped up yesterday um, saying the team sheet's live. Disposable does not work in a tournament. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, Believe me, if I could make it work in a tournament, I would. (laughs) But there isn't an inducement phase, so you don't get it at the moment. And the tickets are on sale. It's a really interesting format. It's more of a game day than a tournament, although there will be many, many winners and many, many prize winners. Um, Two games of 11s and two games of 7s with one team list. And the team list could be mixed regular teams. It could be some of the teams from Stunty and Secretly with a horror theme. uh, Or you can just take a very bog standard team. It doesn't matter at all. There's something like 400 and something different teams to choose from. We finally get to play tabletop. We finally get to play a tournament. And we're just going to go all out, get it all in there. Crazy teams, mixed formats, prizes. Um, There is a cap at 30 people for social distancing reasons. We're hoping that October, everything will be better and back to normal and we can up it. Um, 
I don't know, we may actually get a second wave. We'll find out in about a month's time. But it is Saturday, October 31st. The tickets are on sale and we've had a bunch of people buy one already, which is really cool. Um, so I think this is going to be an absolutely brilliant day. And Ben, I know you dropped yourself in it live on air last episode. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Hot news, you know, breaking news. Yeah, <laughs> Breaking news to the girlfriend as well. Yeah, yeah, she was shocked to see us. So, which is cancelled? Oh, that's all it is. Which uh, which team's she bringing? <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> I had to take Tiff likes to Tenerife. She thinks they're quite fun. They are I don't fun. Think she likes them enough to play blood. <laughs> I had to take Tiff to Tenerife to get her to play sevens. Um, although, <laughs> although I do think tw- I do think Blood Bowl twenty twenty will be easier because there is less maths. Um, the target numbers yeah. make it a bit simpler. I do like that, and I need to try Blitz Bowl with her as well. She's very sweet. She does bring it up every now and again. She's like, "Do you want to? You know, do you want to play a game of Blood Bowl?" I'm like, oh, you need to take that. You yeah. didn't enjoy it last time. Like, <laughs> what? Do, what's oh. going on? I, I can't. We can't do a holiday right now. We've got a wedding. Yeah, maybe soon. a tournament's not the place to learn. But uh, yeah, I, actually, every one of our tournaments, we've had several people who've haven't played Blood Bowl for a while or it's their first tournament and they've loved it because our coaches true. are brilliant. I mean, it was yeah. your first tournament experience was one of ours. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, you say that. I think that might have been like my fifth game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is a great place. Yeah. And because all the teams are generally quite stupid and because it's a Swiss pairing team, a Swiss pairing system, so, um, you know, if if we do get a bunch of try hard elf players that will be playing against each other while you're just all scrumming down at the bottom with mixed stunty teams from carnage and everything um i think hot take i feel like somebody then you may be able to guess who but don't on air is talking about a mixed snotling and ogre team ah uh, yeah we know who we're talking about oh yeah yeah we all know who that who is. oh yeah <laughs> and i am very excited yeah. for that but also that's a really cool roster idea um i know right yeah you can have like snotlings and noblars yeah, well, just I'm thinking like ogres, pump wagons, you've got swarming there, so you actually get extra guys on. You can throw them, you can kick them. It's like the. Yeah, gr- I actually think it might be quite good. Uh, well, yeah, as good as Stunty gets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Mega Bowl coming up at the very end of October. And linked into Mega Bowl, we've got our short story competition, which is still open until the end of September. Uh, recommended word count 3,000 words. It's all about Blood Bowl if you can. Um, and we're going to do some audio recordings of some of our favorites. We've got uh, an actual author as well doing the. Um, doing the judging, Andy Hall. So it's it's really cool. Get involved. Get involved. And uh, that means at the end of this month, beginning of next month, you're going to start hearing some really cool Blood Bowl stories as well. I think we've got nearly 10 stories submitted now, Ben. Um, oh, wow. That's and, awesome. And a whole bunch of other people that are brewing them up. Um, and there's still four weeks to go. So oh, it's just really exciting. It's really exciting. Um, I think. Now, is that everything for news? Have I Have we covered everything? We I have. think so. Yeah. We have. Okay. Cool. Big news. Yeah, which is nice actually. There's just one more thing to mention: is if you are interested in Blood Bowl 2020 team builds, check out our YouTube page. Um, every single day, we've got uh, some rosters for a team going up. Today is the first of September, Tuesday, and the Wood Elf one went live today. And um, what we're doing is we're looking at what lists look good to start a TV 1000 or a million build league. Um, so we're going to try and cover all the teams as quickly as we can um, so that when you guys start playing with 2020 rules, you've at least had a chance to listen to 
our crazy thoughts about what the best rosters are going to be. So give that a check on YouTube. Ah, let's move on to hobby. And it's hobby time. Ben, uh, I believe you got some Blood Bowl this month. Yeah, uh, been doing some more Fumble Fun. Oh, yeah, okay. You got some games in. So how's... Uh... Oh, yeah, let's jump straight into games. Whoops. Yeah, no, 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 go go straight for games. Go straight for games. You got to play some Fumble games. Um, what have you? What did you get in? Yeah, so we pl I played a few games in Summer Sorcery with my Nurgling team which is a very, very not good team. <laughs> this is the bad Nurgling team. There's two, isn't there? This is <laughs> this is the one from the Stunty League? Yeah, the Stunty League Nurglings. Yeah, yeah. that's just rubbish. Uh, the one from the Secret League is the crazy one with all the guard. Oh, the demons of Nurgle team. <laughs> wrecked yeah. your mind at Tombstone yeah. last year. <laughs> no, no I, I had, a, had a lot of fun with them. Um, played a few games. Uh, I did actually win one against Beastmen. You won. Yeah. There was a proper upset win, and it was so exciting to catch like the play-by-plays in the group chat about that. It was so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, purely down to the weather table, but that oh, is that. Sweltering heat wiped him out, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is actually <laughs> it. that's it for games. <laughs> did you play any games? Uh, well, yes, actually, I got my first game of Blood Bowl 2020 in. Um, I got. Oh, I can't remember if we talked about it on the last podcast or I... not. Oh, yeah, we did. The entire podcast was yeah. about it. Anyway, Matt, yeah, see, we haven't recorded for a few weeks and it just feels like forever. So, as for so... Blood Bowl, I got that game of 2020 in, but no other games for me. But I have been doing hobby like an absolute monster uh, because the Snotlings arrived. Oh, uh, yes. And I know you've These got are... your Snotlings as well, but this team is just so much fun. I, I don't want to, you know, it's just so good. Like, the, the miniatures have got so much character. They they are all two parts, except for the pump wagon. So, should we should we talk about the pump wagon now, Ben? Because that's hobby. Yeah. Um, we've seen this come up quite a lot on social media. Um, we discussed it when we had our teams. We, ben was like, he, he warned me. He was like, when you get the pump wagon, just... You know, you did your unboxing video, and you were like, "Well, that was an experience." Oh wow, yeah. So I did an unboxing video for the for the Snotlings, and um, when I do the builds, because Ian Triplo likes to take the mic, because I did a, a time lapse of a build for something. I think it was the Minotaur or something. I'm not sure. Uh, so I just stuck with it, and now every time I do an unboxing, I've got to do a time lapse fast video. So I was like, oh, the pump wagon will be a great idea for this. And let me tell you, trying to build it with a camera between your face and the miniature. Oh. <laughs> when you've got planks of wood that come in two parts for your ease. Um, it was it was an interesting experience. However, it's not it's it's a fine, fine miniature. I built one properly which is a, it's a very confusing miniature. I don't understand the rock. And then I converted another one, so it's a, more of a flatbed, so I can have somebody on the front pointing away, tooting his horn, just chucking snotlings on. I, it's such... They're just It's just a ridiculous model. It doesn't have... It doesn't make any sense for it to be in Blood Bowl. And yet, it's just... It's just so much fun. It's in, like... It's got, like, 30 pieces. There's more pieces here than I think I have any model this size really has any right to be it's smaller yeah. than a sherman from 
Flames of War and the Shermans come in like four parts. So, <laughs> but we're starting to see loads of cool conversions in the community. Um, have you built both of yours? Have you built any of yours? Uh, I've built one. Um, I've, the other one's still on Sprue just because I don't really want to build it. And also <laughs> because it, I don't think I'll have it in the roster. Yeah. So until I come up with a convincing enough conversion, I, I might get that. Um, you know, there was that patron we talked about last time oh, the yeah. 3d printed wagon i might try and like bash them together and make some kind of uber wagon or something i mean that patreon yeah. was kind of good timing and kind of not good timing because it it, la- it landed so close to the actual snotling release that it was just enough time to go wow this is really cool i'll print that off on t- tuesday no i've already got the team now i don't need to print yeah. it off um, yeah, but, that's exactly what happened. Hey, if, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, Ben, quickly print <laughs> these things. When are we going to see you? About a week after we've actually already had the snotting sound. <laughs> just built them. Uh, I just wish the pump wagon, I wish you could take more than two, but had a reason to. Um, yeah. Might be cool to run them as ogres. That would be pretty cool, actually. A pump wagon team. That would be quite cool. There you go. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. I've got to build more pump wagons now. <laughs> There's a snotling ogre, mi- uh, snotling ogre mix team. Just replace the ogres with pump wagons. All the pump wagons, yeah. And the catapults would make sense then because they would have throw teammate. Yes. Huh? Do, do we just fix pump wagons then? <laughs> they should definitely have throw. Yeah. <laughs> yes, love. At least There's... kick teammate. You know. Yeah. Line. Well, yeah, well, yes. For Blood Bowl 2016, I'm so glad they fixed that for 2020. Where kick yeah. teammate is essentially throw teammate, but your guys die on a specific role. Can't remember what it is, but I like it. I like that a lot. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. So you've been painting snotlings and videoing you painting snotlings. Yes, um, the video should be out by now um, because as I'm recording, I'm finishing up at the editing. Um, and yeah, uh, it's the first time we've done a painting video. It's um, it, I we love the early edit version. It's got yes. like a chill Duncan vibe. I, <laughs> I really like it, Ben. I would love to see more. Um, but... Yeah, hopefully we can do more. It's it's a lot of sort of work that goes into it, and obviously with full time work, I can't promise how often they come out. But you know, when when we if and when we can, we'll bring those out. Ah, that is wicked. So other than uh, snotlings and things, have you been getting any hobby in the go? Been printing anything? Painting anything? Um, I started printing the Kraken Fantasy Stadium. <laughs> Is this the one Rob set fire to? Yes, it's the one he, yeah. And that's the one, <laughs> the one he threw off the Empire State Building or something. Oh, uh, yeah. So, friend of the podcast, Rob from North Wales Cardage Cup, um, has been doing a great little series of videos on YouTube of uh, printing out a 3D tile for Blood Bowl from the Kraken's Kickstarter and then subjecting it to different things. It started off because he was like, oh, push it off a table and see if it shatters. People actually want to know that. And it escalated very quickly to blowtorches. Um, <laughs> I mean... Those, you, all those scenarios where your blowtorch is a bit too close to your Blood Bowl pitch. Yeah. If you print me a tile, Ben, I will do a video using my longbow and we'll see if we'll see longbow oh, versus Blood Bowl tile. <laughs> I've got a towel next to me. That's a test. There you go. <laughs> I'll swing by on the way home from work tomorrow. Grab it up. <laughs> Get my bodkins out. That'd be wicked. That'd be wicked. <laughs> so uh, good. So I'm glad you got some printing on the go. Um, sounds like you're going to have some R&E Studios to, uh, stuff soon to print. Yes. Yeah. Um, although I might have to prioritize my Megabowl team. I haven't decided what I'm going to take. Oh, I love that you can just print your own Megabowl team. I don't know. I might use an existing one. I had the uh, the old Zinch Silver Tower team, which was designed for this. So 
You know, the thought of... So, the cool thing about Mega Ball Tournament is you've got a bunch of horror-themed teams. You can take mixed teams so you can do something special. But I was driving home today and I was like, you know, I might run a Bretonian team. Or, yeah. you know, I might run a Bretonian team or a Slan team or a team that I think very soon you won't be able to play in tournaments. Mm-hmm. I, I was genuinely considering that on the way home. I was like, is this my last chance to play Slan? Given um, the last hurrah. Yeah, before before they just get squatted. Actually, amusingly, they get slammed. Um, because I think Sland, I think Sland's got squatted before squats did. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, they all got zoted, but zotes came back. Ben, I'm saying, I'm saying it, calling it. I've been wrong about next. every other Blood Bowl prediction. Uh, so at some point, one crazy prediction is going to come right. <laughs> Need to ask Rich. He's usually uh, the one. To look yeah, at. he is. Yes, he is. Uh, but then no one guessed Black Orcs and no human nobilities. Very true. Yeah. I mean, what teams are what teams? So you're thinking you're still the Chaos Pact then? Uh, yeah, the Pact. Um, but obviously, there's I can, I can do a uh, mixed team version with Chaos and add in these angles to be Beastmen. So, yeah. I don't know. It's more for flavor that. But then the thing is, is that was for Bonehead Bowl where it was just mixed teams. Now I can have secret teams. And that's even more exciting. Oh, there's quite so a few. There's quite a few secret teams as well. They're eligible. Yeah, I was considering maybe like Ogre Kingdoms or one of the pirate teams or something. Ooh, I'm not sure. Not all of those are allowed because this is horror themed teams. Uh, is it just the horror secret? Yeah, we got okay. Beastmen, we got Corn, we got Slanesh, Zinch, Demons of Slanesh, Clan Pestilence, Demons of Corn, Demons of Nurgle, Demons of Zinch, Chaos Halflings, woohoo! Uh, horrors of Zinch, Nurglings, your favourite team, uh, Strigoyan. <laughs> Ethereal, uh, Marak, Numas, Karsabar, Liberus, Resetra, Zandri, those are all the kind of Kemri teams. We've got Blood Dragons, Lamians, Necrarchs, Strigoi, Von Karstein, so fancy, excuse me, vampire teams, and the Golem team, the Ware team, and Undead Pirates are all the special teams that are out there, plus a hot, you know, the mismatch of uh, mixed teams you can build out of your standard ones. I'm really tempted by the Golem team, but yeah, I need to get some no. giant hands. Oh, there's just so many cool teams, and I'm just so stressed about the fact that things are. I don't know where these teams are gonna go, Ben. I don't know <laughs> if okay. we, I don't know if we're gonna see them in the future. We will we'll update if yeah, anyone else does. We'll update. I just really hope that Fumble keeps this lot alive. Um, yeah. I'd really please Fumble out there, Krista. Make make this happen. Just give them all a passing stat. Just give them exactly the same passing stat as agility, and call it quits. Uh, although, if you did that, they'd all get a massive power boost against regular teams, wouldn't they? Which might not be what they're after. Anyway, hobby-wise, we're all painting snotlings. We're all brewing teams for Mega Ball. Uh, we got we got eight weeks. Like that's that's well over weeks. Uh, how many Fridays? Does quickly turn to two weeks one, and then two, one three, week. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Fridays. Easy. <laughs> nine Fridays before I need to worry about which team to paint um, yeah that'll be cool right that's it for hobby let's move on to snotlings so I know we've mentioned it 45 billion times although I haven't mentioned that other thing I normally mention so I haven't lost the game yet so we're going to look at the um, we're going to look at the spike the most recent spike we are going to ignore the fact that it goes out of date 
just for a little bit so just play along so this is for the blood bowl 16 edition and uh, we're gonna look at some of the core pages of the spike magazine so that we can talk through the rules of the team itself so starting these guys have disposable which works the same way as ogres which is that their tv does not count uh, just for the ordinary snotlings themselves so you buy your linemen and their value goes away when you are playing in league but the really cool rule they have and well, we saw this on a leak ages ago and everyone was immediately like what does it do does it do this does it do this we've got swarming which is an extraordinary skill that snotlings have uh, snotlings are incredibly small plentiful and very hard to tell apart even their own mothers would not doubt give up and give them all a single name match officials frequently struggle to keep an exact count of how many are pouring onto the pitch between drives and find themselves forever ejecting snotlings who have no right to be on the pitch at all at the start of each drive after setting up but before the kickoff you may choose to remove an extra d3 players with this extraordinary skill swarming from your reserves box and set them up on the pitch even if this takes the number of players on the pitch above 11 these players may not be placed on the line of scrimmage or in a wide zone so when you've got snotlings, when you've got players with swarming, you roll a d3, and this is once you've set up, but before the kickoff, you just get to put three extra snotlings on the pitch, not on the line, and not in the wide zone. So how cool is that? I, well, I think it's such a it's a really clever skill, and um, I think it really fills a hole for these tiny strength one players, especially in 2016. So you're adding D3. So it's realistically, it's a couple of extra snotlings each, each setup if you've got enough. Now, Ben, have you ever played? Have you played much against or with ogre teams? Honestly, no, no, I very rarely played against. Them. Uh, so ben started straight stream with Stunty himself. Yeah, I think I've played maybe two or three games against ogres. Hmm. Ogres. One of the vulnerability of of ogres is that they can only have so many snotlings and they die so once you end up with four ogres and three or four snotlings they really suffer from a positional spread so when you start removing those tiny players the the, the pitch presence really 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 diminishes because you chuck a couple of linemen over on the ogres and the rest of your team can just do stuff with the swarming ability allowing snotling teams to start with you know 12 13 14 players on the pitch yes they melt when you look at them funny but there is more of them, which is going to be useful for um, for fouling, obviously, which is what we thought Swarming was going to be for immediately. But it's also going to be really, really useful for assists. Because if you've got more players than the other person, assists are going to be really difficult. There's, and there's more tackle zones. So, I don't know. I mean, how big an effect do you think Swarming is going to have? I, I think it's going to be pretty big. I really do. Um, I think it's also a square... I mean, you have the new jump now, but a square that's occupied is a square you can't run through. And oh. so if you can really just bog up the pitch to just not let them even kind of break through some places. Now, jump doesn't come into effect until Blood Bowl 2020. But True, the, swarming, yeah. the swarming rule, I think, stays the same. Um, I, yeah, you, you're exactly right. So this is going to be even more important because one of the, one of the best tactics with snotlings, or at least with noblars that well snotlings are kind of the same now is being able to sidestep so you can position your corpse in a way as to block movement and 
just really get in the way. Be, that sidestep and being able to put yourself down. Okay, you've got armor of five, so it, there's a high likelihood they're going to break it, which means they're going to have a chance to remove you. But that chance is still uh, what is it for stunties for a knockout? It's seven plus, isn't it? So it's only a, it's a fifty a fifty six percent chance of, of removal there. So they've got to break the armor and then. 40% of the time, the guy's going to stay on the pitch. So having even more bodies, whether they're standing or on the ground, is going to gum up the pitch. I, I think it's a clever rule. Now, I guess yeah. I guess on the downside is, do you, do you think it's going to add much in the way of playtime? Um, I mean, it will. I think it will. You're going to have to move more players, but I don't think it's going to be that bad because it's not like you're getting more actions. And you're not going to be making any blocks with them, so... That is true. You're not going to get any more blitzes, anything like that. It just gives you the ability to have more ammunition on the pitch for your yeah. trolls to throw. Um, yeah, and if you are running a mixed team, the, honestly, the Ogre Snotling build looks really promising because throw teammate, kick teammate with you know two or three extra people on the pitch for you to throw and kick. It's yeah. an extra, extra turn of ammunition. I like it. I think that's very, very, very useful. They also have the sneaky gits rule. Like their larger goblin kin, the sneakiness of Snotlings is legendary. Their dirty little fingers get into everything that their larger cousins busy themselves with. They tend to believe they improve the running of any unscrupulous scheme they come into contact with, but in truth, cause nothing so much as bother. Like goblins, Snotling teams can purchase bribe inducements for half price, paying 50,000 rather than the usual 100,000 gold pieces. Ben, why do you think this is important? <laughs> Well, they got a bunch of secret weapons as well, don't they? I mean, I don't. Although, no, you're going to be using to keep weapons on, but it does feel a bit weird when the weapons are really cheap. <laughs> like the bribes are still twice as much as some of the weapons, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> you are exactly right. So, you've got two special weapons or two secret weapons, sorry, on the Snotling team. You've got the pump wagon, which is 110k in Blood Bowl 2016. Uh, and 105 in 2020 and then you've got the flinger which is 30k in both a bribe is 50 yeah. um you can take up to two each of your secret weapons now you've already mentioned that you think you're going to be running just the one pump wagon yeah and i think obviously it's going to get exclusive bribe use um i think like it's up, i saw real today um someone said online that the pump wagon is going to become the new blitzer are actually a pretty good blitzer because they don't have loner so you can at least re-roll for them with juggernaut and mighty blow so having the one on the pitch to do that blitz every time let your trolls just be annoying and throw teammate and stuff yeah i think it's going to be useful to keep on the pitch as long as you can yeah i i agree so i actually have some experience with pump wagons not these style of pump wagons but i got to run uh the secret team the stunty team secret one of them anyway pump wagons were secret weapons and you could take up to three and the times i deployed two or three were a terrible decision um now bribes being half price is going to help and you know it's it's the second half it's probably the last drive you chuck them all on no worries at all but you've got to manage this and well ben you'll have the the edge here because you've got your goblin experience and managing uh bribes and secret weapons is a really huge part of the game and when you're paying 110k for a secret weapon i mean it's no death roller but it's a mini death roller you've got to be choosy and yeah if you can take one pump wagon and two bribes for the price of two pump wagons, you're getting three pump wagons in theory, aren't you? Three pump wagon deployments. Yeah. 
yeah. with the two bribes. It it it's it's going to be really interesting, and we're going to come to uh, in the second part of the show. We're going to come to some some rosters and some whys about the rosters, and um, that will definitely play a part. But anyway, half price bribes, and we've got the players themselves. So we will talk through the positionals as we go. So we have got Snotlings, which are nought to sixteen. They're twenty thousand each. Uh, movement five, strength one, agility three. Armor 5, skills, disposable, dodge, right stuff, sidestep, stunty, swarming, and titchy. So we've covered disposable and swarming. These guys are noblars slash slotlings of old. They've got sidestep, they're stunty, they're titchy, they dodge everywhere forever on a 2 plus. Um, which is amazing. I've run a team, all of these guys, and it, they can do horrible things. I know Saxby's done, Rich Saxby's done exactly the same thing. Just a whole bunch of noblars. And, you know, they are far better than you think. They're actually also really hard to remove. Like, yeah, they're strength one. You're usually three dying block every day. But if you don't get that power, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> they are not. Now, if you roll up against some tackle, then it becomes some real SPP farming. Um, like, seriously. But, you know, you're not always going to get that opportunity. Hmm, my green screen's gone all funny again. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I've got a new lighting setup. So it's it looks a bit squiffy on the YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah, Snotlings are very useful players they are not bad ball handlers with uh edge three um and they've got uh stunty so it means they're passing with a minus one so they're passing a quick pass on a four plus rather than a three plus but yeah honestly these guys you can build a cage of snotlings and it might be okay so <laughs> it might it very well might be okay because like ben says even if they knock the side of the cage off and take a blitz of your guy even with two or three dice, they still need to roll that power, or it really doesn't matter. Yeah, There's... it doesn't. And you can sidestep to protect them. So Yeah, sidestep is a hugely useful skill, whether you are just choosing where to die or just trying to evade. And it's free movement. I've had my ball carrier snotling just blocked and then blocked and blocked. And all it's done is just give me free squares to move closer to the end zone. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is something to really consider. That sidestep... I think the, um... The existence of Black Orcs is going to be quite hard for this team, I think. Oh, because of grab. Yeah, you got six grab guys who are going to just be rinsing yeah. these. Counters the sidestep. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, yeah, keep them away from dwarves as well. Just keep them away from dwarves. Um, tackle will destroy them. Uh, and unlike the Ogre team, this team does not have all the continuous strength. Although we'll get to that in a minute. So this, I think, is one of my favourite additions to blood bowl now is the fungus flingers so they get north two fungus flingers uh five one three five they are 30k each bombardier dodge right stuff secret weapon side stuff and stunty with agility and passing on normal so if these guys survive long enough to get a level up you can give them hail mary pass straight away it's amazing that wow. is just pure value <laughs> pure value it is actually <laughs> pure value um if you can get them to survive. So this Spike Magazine is for 2016. So in 2016, you've got to get six SPP. Your MVP is five. So these guys pull off one anything, one catch, one completion, you know, or they get a touchdown. Chuck them on uh, in the D3 for the MVP. Get them in that Hail Mary pass uh, for the Bombardier. And I think it's really just going to upset your opponent because you've got this little tiny dude who's on the back... You could literally just apply them at the back of your field. You've got swarming, so you're still going to have 11 other players at least 
and just you get one free bomb anywhere every single turn while they're on the pitch. So yeah, I know you said that the bribe is going to be used exclusively for the um, for the pump wagon, but if you get a Hail Mary pass fungus flicker, I can see you using a bribe to just keep him on, just to pile on yeah. the pressure. I think as soon as it becomes Hail Mary, and we had this discussion as well talking about team rosters, which you might touch on in a bit, but um, about having two of them is quite good compared to like goblins, say, because you can include two of them in your starting roster. MVP kind of it's just basically twice as more likely to get a flinger with MVP. Yeah, and the cool um, thing, the cool thing is you can actually throw two bombs per turn in 2016. In yeah, in the current edition, you can bomb twice a turn. Uh, and for 60k, I mean, it is not optimal and it's not good team management, but it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Just bomb, bomb. I think, I think um, you know the scene from The Dark Knight where Michael Caine just says, some men want to watch the world burn. <laughs> this is that team. This is that team. Like, just take the worst players in Blood Bowl and give them, give them rockets. Uh, I, I think two bombs is pretty good. I like, I like it. This is going to be an absolute sleeper team. So those are the fungus flingers. You get two of them, um, if you can afford two. So again, we'll come to that in, in roster building. Uh, you've got two fun hoppers as well, 0 to 2, 20,000, So one extra movement. And these guys are standard stuff. They've got dodge, right stuff, sidestep, stunty. So um, no titchy, which makes sense because they're bouncing around on a cloud thing cloud squig. <laughs> it's like a i guess it's kind of like a fungal squig i think i think it's just like a ball of spores i think it's just like a sentient spore that's oh. what i interpreted it as yeah, anyway that makes sense um but they've got pogo stick which grants the leap and very long legs ability so these guys are movement six and they're leaping around on a three plus mm -hmm. so they are Pogoers, you get two of them. They're twenty k each. So as far they're, as they're, oh, you wouldn't you wouldn't take them. You would not take them. If you can get them in your build, then you might as well. Um, yeah. And just the extra movement for no extra money immediately. Even if you do not pogo stick. All right, they don't have they don't have titchy, so they're only dodging around on a three plus. But they're still movement six, and they can take that cheeky three plus leap to get out of the way in in no time at all. And you know, their normal is agility, so sprint. This is a movement nine guy that leaps. This this could be remarkably agile with a single level up. But I think they're going to be really useful as it is. Yeah, they're just they're they're going to get everywhere. And like we were saying earlier, this team is just going to be a nuisance you're going to use this team to just clog up your opponent and be a, be a menace and it is these guys let you do that that these guys have trolls um now the, <laughs> the cool thing about the roster is they've got the hoppers so you get your leap bits but you also have nought to two stilty runners uh 20k movement six again one three five dodge right stuff sidestep sprint stunty so again no titchy but these ones start with sprint so uh, you've immediately got the potential for nine squares with a steel T. So you put the that gives you four players that can move pretty well. Yeah. There uh, yeah, you go. Build your own gutter runner here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's basically the same thing. They're even stronger. Yeah, it's like yeah. four or five level ups and you 
<laughs> well, they're, they're 20k. Um, they're 20k. Like, this is a player that can score you some touchdowns. I am expecting to see uh, Stilties and Hoppers become really interesting key players. I, I cannot wait for our first famous Snotling player. And yeah. we're gonna. I think we should just dive into this immediately, Ben. Historically, when goblins or when noblars get a level up, unless it's a special level up, you you get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Both of these positionals, in fact, all three positionals for this team that we've seen so far, with a single level up, they get good. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to get rid of these guys. The stilty gets sure feet. Now he's reliably nine squares of movement. Uh, the bombardier gets hail mary pass. Now he's reliable. Well, you know. <laughs> It's 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 two plus carnage. Like for fifty k on your TV, you might as well because it's just fun as heck. And the hopper, the hopper is less reliable because leap. Even on a three plus, there's no integral reroll for it. So, but then again, if it's going to take leap, it gives you the opportunity again with with agility to to take that um, sprint or or short feet or something. Just a, a jump up because you're leaping around. They get interesting with with a single normal level up. That's before you roll a sweet double with these guys and take something else. I mean, just imagine one of these with like no nerves of steel or something. And oh, now wow. I'm just going to pass it to you, and you are just gone. I I can see, I can see the Snotlings having a reasonable running game. And now I'm going to take these to Mega Ball. Yep, that's it. My team's decided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is too much fun. Goodbye, Zinch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Zinch team. I've spent money and love on uh, i think it's gonna have to be snotlings I, uh, i'm looking forward to getting games in with them i do think these both the stilty and the fun hopper are gonna be like yeah like you say it's genuinely quite good players it's almost a shame that this team has got such cool models in the pump wagons because the pump wagons become the focal part but actually those three positionals are so good that they're so good they're just yeah. like it's like going to McDonald's and just forgetting how great the fries can be. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, every now and again, you, you get a really well cooked bunch of fries. They've actually put salt <laughs> on, and it's just like, man, these chips are really good. You know, but you go yeah. there for the Big Mac, uh, and this is the Big Mac. So we've got naught to two pump wagons, 110k movement, four strength, five agility, one armor, nine. That's Ben's favorite stat line in Blood Bowl. Yeah, that is a troll. That is and a troll. This player is perfect, right? Well, possibly, uh, but it gets a little bit better as well. Um, so comes with Dirty Player and Juggernaut and Mighty Blow, Really Stupid, Secret Weapon and Stand Firm. So it's a troll that can't throw things, but it's got Jugs, Stand Firm and Dirty Player is really there more for fluff. Although, because this is a secret weapon, like you wouldn't normally foul with a big guy because you don't want your big guy to be gone. But if it's coming towards the end of a drive and you know that your pump wagon is going to get sent off anyway, you might as well foul because you get dirty players. So you get yeah. plus one and you're going to have the numbers advantage. So although, you know, we talked about using the pump wagon as a blitzer, it's going to make a reasonably, a reasonably successful fouler too for, yeah. for free because it's going to get and sent off. Like you say, that's why it's, it's going to be worth having those two, maybe three bribes in your inducements. Because yep. if you can get an extra foul off, like you, you have been able to knock over their key player and you need him gone. 
and yeah, yeah the pump wagon's going to do a pretty good job of it. I would happily have a pump wagon give a go with a dirty player foul on a war dancer or something like that. You know, the EV is there, first of all, in TV like point of view, but I, I don't know. I'd rather they had a crippled war dancer and my pump wagon got sent off two turns early. Yeah like that's fine Always. i've got a bribe yeah. just bring it back on go for it plus one for the dirty <laughs> player i've got 17 snotlings on the pitch somehow because no yeah. one was paying attention um skills and things these guys come with strength on a normal so steve cross did a great part of the tactics and the team development here did a really good job um and although guard is on there for pump wagons which he said was not necessarily how it should have been um Pump wagons are tricky for level up, Sven, because on strength, what what do you take? Um, I don't know. Break tackle? Ah, yes. In 2016, break tackle would be yeah. really, really good for a pump wagon, especially if you're going to be blitzing with it with jugs. So, yeah, break tackle, great point. Great shout. Um, yeah, tentative because in 2020, I would be less inclined to take uh 2020 these guys have got edge five plus which means they're going to be dodging out on a three plus the same as a croxagore so oh no three plus dodge that works every time uh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah tell that to every edge three sure hands player ever uh <laughs> three plus is now is definitely not certain um i'm just gonna have a quick look at the strength skills because normally when you get a big guy guard is is really never a bad shout is it because no. your, your big guys are going to be in there for the brawl. These guys don't need um, strong arm. Break tackle is good. Yeah, grab. Nah, nah, I'm not seeing grab for this. Uh, although, being able to... I don't know if you can take grab and jugs. You can, I think. I was just oh, thinking. I think, I think there's, there's a situation where they collide. Uh, juggernaut got that. Mighty blow? Got mighty blow. Multiple block? Yeah. Oh, that's risky. Uh, piling on, definitely not. Stand firm, got it already. Strong arm, no such luck. So yeah, I think break tackle is probably the only skill you can give them. Um, however, on doubles, you've got so much you can do. Ben, you roll a double on your pump wagon. What do you do? Well, oh no, you you, you take this one. I'm Fre gonna give an frenzy, answer that. frenzy. Okay. <laughs> Go straight in there with frenzy, a frenzied pump wagon, two blocks. Ah, oh, just so much fun. I mean, block is probably the right thing to do, uh, and then you know, dodge if you give it a break tackle, maybe. But frenzy, ah, oh. I think I don't, I don't think block is the right thing to do because you have jugs. Oh, yeah. I think you're right with frenzy. I will take that. I will take that. I just wish they came with claws or something. Anyway, pump wagons. Um, let's let's not. Let's just be honest here. What do you think to the pump wagon positional? I, I think it's a real missed opportunity. I I think they look great. I think they should be encouraged to be on the pitch, but sort of everything about them discourages you from bringing them. Um, it, it could be worse. They could have Lona. If they had Lona, it would be like, no way. Um, I, I think they should either not be a secret weapon or be cheaper. That's just my thought. I yeah, I would be very happy that these guys were seventy k. You'd just yeah. be over the moon. Or yeah, like you said, if they didn't have secret weapon, um, I I would also be very happy if they had ball and chain instead. Yeah, 
Like, I think these guys are ball and chains, which is how they are in uh, the Secret League, or at least in the Stunty League. It makes so much sense. They're just driving. They're just absolutely yeah. smashing through stuff in a vaguely linear direction. Uh, I just think they would have had an opportunity there to make an utterly unique player. This is, for all intents and purposes, a troll driving a death roller, which yeah, <laughs> which is going to be it's a fouling troll. Yeah. yeah, it's well, that's that's the roller, man. Uh, really stupid, will hurt it. But the good thing about this team is you you kind of do have spare players kicking around. So I'm expecting the trolls. You can also take Norse two trolls. We've talked about trolls forever. Um, it, you you should be able to reliably activate these guys. Um, that said, if you're running two pumps and two trolls on the pitch at the same time, really stupid players can't actually help activate other really stupid players. So No, they can't. found that out on my troll team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll do it. At least <laughs> really stupid had Ripper. Yeah, he helps. Yeah. Um, and so are these guys for about four months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can also take Lord's Two Trolls, 110k, 4519, Always Hungry, Loner, Mighty Blow, Really Stupid, Regeneration, Throw Teammate, so... Uh, you might as well attempt to throw teammate with a troll every now and again um, mm -hmm. because with the snotlings and with uh, some of the faster players. So with the stilties and the can the stilties, they've got right stuff. Yeah, that's it's questionable. But yeah, and with the hopper, you know, throw teammate with those guys. The fact they can move, uh, you know, eight, nine reliable squares, um, throw teammates going to be pretty effective. And if they die, they're only 20k. So I think there's going to be a lot of throw teammate going on with the trolls here. Yeah, I think if you're not throwing a teammate every turn, you, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> uh, so there is a little tactics bit and a little bit about team development. Uh, we've got here the troll, guard, grab, stand, verm, pump wagon, guard, grab, break, tackle, thick skull. I would go break, tackle there. Stilty runners, sure feet, catch. Uh, fun hoppers catch sprint sure feet fungus flingers hail mary pass leader that's interesting um they can take leader uh ask yourself if you could not whether you should um the snotlings themselves so i didn't actually talk about the development of snotlings um diving tackle catch sure feet sprint diving catch for these guys what would you give a snotling as a level up in 2016 then uh, probably nothing fire and rehire um, <laughs> the cool thing about the way 2016 works at the moment is you've still got that sweet opportunity at a double to give him sure hands or you know my personal favourite dauntless on a snotling but it's a very bad idea but it is fun and then um, oh, guard is actually amazing as well uh, yeah I think, I think guard on a double absolutely <laughs> try and get that nurgling goodness <laughs> And just guard spam everywhere. Uh, oh man, we're just building my Mega Ball list live on air. This is great. Um, <laughs> I, I think honestly, um, I, I quite like the idea of uh, sure feet um, and sprint. Just to you know, if they can find ways to keep up with the faster teammates, then yeah. it's only going to improve your team. Yeah, when it came when it comes to ogres and noblars, actually, sure feet slash sprint. I go for a fifty-fifty spread. Um, yeah. The idea is that they end up as sure feet sprinters if they stay alive long enough, and you've got basically movement eight snotlings, and movement yeah. eight on a with their dodging everywhere on a two plus, it's it's horrible, it's just horrible. You cannot. It's like trying to block water, like it's it's <laughs> it, it's genuinely. So snotlings can be great. 
Uh, you've got pump wagons though, which kind of, and you've got some great positionals. This is why this team is really exciting. It's because those they're just just a little bit spicy, just a little bit enough mm -hmm. to be different. So we've looked at the roster. These guys come as uh, with rerolls of sixty, which is you know fine for stunty teams. It's a cheap enough roster to build. You can reliably get three or four rerolls. Yeah, it's tempting to take four or five rerolls, but I, I don't know. I think three is probably enough. Four is probably better, but there's there's just cool stuff to buy. Um, what I'm going to quickly do, Ben, is just have a look at some of the star players this team can take and see if you yeah. can spot the trend. We've got Bomber, Dribble Snot. We've got Fungus the Loon. So Bomber is the Bomber. Fungus is the Ball and Chain. We've got Helmet Wolf. He's a Chainsaw. We've got Madcap Mix, who is Break Tackle Claws, Leap Loner, No Hands, Very Long Legs, Wild Animal, 170k, 6438. It's a dude on a squig. You've got Morg Daddy, uh, Noble Blackwart, who is Chainsaw. You've got Ripper. Uh, sweet, sweet ripper at 270 with no negatrate. You've got Scrapper Sawhead, who is the pogo stick guy, and you've got Ugroth Bolgrot, who is the orc with a chainsaw. So, one of these is not like the other. Three of these are the same. These, This is a goblin star player list. It is, but there's three chainsaws. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You've got uh, uh, Nobler, Helmer, and uh, Ugroth Bolgrot. Making up for the fact that you don't get the rostered one. Yeah, exactly. Now, you will be under TV. Um, you will have inducements for this team. So if you want to spend, uh, you know, 80k getting a ball and chain or another bomber in bomber dribble snut, two flingers and a bomber build, that could be really, really, really fun. Uh, you've got, you can afford morgue with a build, but you will have to drop your big guys and you can get you can get chainsaws to assist you in the fouling. Uh, I think the best value is Ogroth. Uh, he's only 100. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. You've got bribes. So if you're looking at star players, you, you've, got a, you've got a toolkit there. There's a couple of bruisers. There's a whole bunch of secret weapons. It's interesting. I'm, I'm not sure that any of these star players really stand out as being superb for this build but um we'll we'll talk about builds when it comes to the 2016 builds section because i've got some thoughts but uh right but one of the key things is that they have got riotous rookies as an inducement so we saw this in the ogre team um basically it's 100k and at the beginning of the game you get an additional 2d3 plus one journeyman so somewhere between three and seven extra snotlings on your team which can take you above 16 so we talked about the fact you can sneak extra players on using swarming riotous rookies is how you reliably keep your team numbers up enough for you to be able to run 12 13 14 players on pitch uh, yeah what i think this is like this is the first inducement i would take on this team every time i think you are i think you're exactly right you, you want the bribes uh, my camera has frozen, which is very frustrating. We've been doing so well today. Uh, <laughs> let's drop that to the bottom and get the creepy paused face off the screen for a second. Um, yeah, Writer's Rookies is only 100k. It's such good value. And because your linemen have um, disposable, your TV is going to be down 20k per snotling you buy. And realistically, you're buying about six or seven snotlings. So you will always have the cash to buy 
riotous rookies, which is going to keep your ammunition stocked up. It's going to mean you've got a load of extra guys to field. So like Ben said, this is probably one of the most important parts of the snotling build is having riotous rookies one way or another. Um, they could also take 0-3 bottles of Heady Brew, Heady Brew, 40k each. At the start of a drive, after setting up before the kickoff, the coach of the team with this inducement may randomly select D3 players with the stunty skill currently on the pitch. For the remainder of the drive, those players gain Dauntless Frenzy and Really Stupid. There's no, your I don't... Dauntless Frenzy. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's terrible. I think I would actually kind of consider taking that, because Dauntless... It's actually a bit of a threat when you have a billion snotlings. You've got a billion snotlings and they're two plus dodging wherever the heck they want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they've got a good chance at getting a, a one die block and even a two die block isn't that bad. Uh, definitely, definitely a good inducement and definitely a lot of fun can be had with the Heady Brew. I, I, yeah, I, I've never run it but I have been tempted to do several times. And what it says there is the uh, the coach of the team with this inducement may randomly set D3 players with the stunty skill currently on the pitch. The question mark is whether that is just on your team. Um, and Ooh. where it says randomly select D3 players, I at first read, I thought it was uh, select D3 of your players with stunty. I'm like, oh, sweet. Going to give the, the stilty guy dauntless. It's going to be great. Uh, but actually, it's it it could just be a random stunty on the pitch, so it makes it a little bit less good. However, really stupid, it could be useful. Yeah, is it rules as written versus intended? Do you think this is gonna be your team? I imagine there is an FAQ out there somewhere. Um, yeah. Fortunately, I don't think anyone's ever taken this uh, in a league or <laughs> or game near us, so we've never had to come across it. Uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that one goes out and the last thing to talk about and i briefly touched on this on the unboxing video is the night goblin sports shaman 150k this is a wizard and available to snotlings and goblins team all the normal rules apply it is a wizard it's got two spells foot of gork or mork um you cast this spell immediately after your turn has ended even if it ended with a turnover choose a target square anywhere on the pitch that is not occupied by a player the foot of Gork or Bork moves in a straight line from the target square for three squares towards your opponent's end zone. Roll one dice uh, to hit each standing player that occupies a square in the path of foot or Gork or Bork. If the to hit roll is a three or more, the player is knocked down. If it's one or a two, the player is fine. Make an armor roll um, for a player that's knocked down by the spell as if they'd been knocked down by a player with mighty blow. And if a player on the moving team is knocked down by by the spell then the moving team does not suffer a turnover unless they had the ball so basically you choose a square on the pitch and then the three squares between the, the three next squares on the way to the opponent's end zone you roll a dice for everybody in them and on a three plus they get knocked down is this a better fireball then i mean it looks like that because fireball's four plus all right you get nine target squares this is three plus but you get three target squares you want to hit the ball carrier so you can absolutely choose a square with the ball carrier is going to get hit by this and it's going to be a three plus to knock him down i think yeah that's the trouble with wizards isn't it that we say every time is it, it sucks when they just don't do the thing oh. like you've paid for them and the dice just mean they don't do it it is I think, a lot of money yeah i'd rather a better chance to do something even if it affects less players i think i would prefer this over a fireball 
I actually agree with you. Um, Foot of Gork could be one of the best spells that's out there at the moment. Because yeah. 3 plus, 3 plus, 3 plus, statistically, you're going to knock two guys down. I mean, sure, if you've got a fireball, you're going to knock more down. But you've got a better chance of knocking down the player that you really need to knock down. Uh, the only downside is that it comes at the price of three bribes. Which... Yeah, but with disposable, you're going to have... You are going to have some TV. Uh, Spore Cloud, as the other spell, cast this spell at the start of your opponent's turn before any player performs an action. Target an opposition player. On a 2+, they gain loner and really stupid until the end of the drive. <laughs> wow. So on a 1, it does nothing. Uh, but on a 2+, they get really stupid and a 4+, loner roll if they want to do anything. I mean, we saw it in wow. uh, we saw it in Summer Sorcery. The effect of Wizards is just you do it now for the immediate effect, then you carry on playing Blood Bowl. The opportunity to give someone really stupid for the rest of a drive is quite entertaining, but I think I'd just rather try and knock them down on a three plus. I'm just a bit curious because I don't see why you'd want to turn your opponent into a troll because <laughs> that's just going to come back to bite you. Because they're just superior. Because they'll never yeah. need it. They'll never need it. <laughs> It's interesting. I like Fudogorkomork. Um, I think that is yeah. a Snotling a Goblin team. So we might actually see, because like you said, Ben, both those teams, they do get the inducement money. It, we could see that spell being used. It's um, very iconic. Very, very iconic spell. And uh, means you can get to buy a Night Goblin wizard yeah. with sunglasses um, to use for your Blood Bowl team. <laughs> yeah, you can straight up use Zarbag for that. Uh, yeah, it's he's even perfect. got his little basket of fungus yeah absolutely perfect that um that wraps up all the core rules detail from the spike but now it's time to talk about the downside of this spike magazine which is that yes it's launching now and it's launching after we've seen the leak for 2020 and all signs are pointing to the next edition of blood bowl 2020 coming out in sort of late november early december in holiday season as they called it which invalidates the majority of the stuff in this spike. So all the team roster changes a little bit. The core rules change a little bit. Um, I think the wizard will still count. But I just... I mean, I bought it. I was always going to buy it for the you know, for the podcast, but also because I like the art. I like having a little Blood Bowl magazine for whatever it is. Yeah. The digital copy being four ninety nine is actually pretty good as well. Um, that is good. Yeah, I... I don't remember their stuff being cheaper online, but it's always been cheaper. But I didn't realize it was that much cheaper. Yes, yeah, it's, it's about half price, which yeah, I had no problem picking up because I will lose the spike, and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now I can't. That means I could take some screenshots and just chuck it on the channel. Um, I don't know, Ben. How do you feel about the fact that the spike is out now and Blood Bowl twenty twenty is coming round the corner? It's the same with the cards, really. It, it's it's here. I think it would be weird if they didn't have one, but they haven't done one for every team. But I mean, lately they have. Um, I, I, we don't, we still don't know technically when Blood Bowl twenty twenty is coming. We, we just don't. know it is. Yeah. Um, it could be like March next year, which rumors are the game is coming out March next year. Um, so that is quite a way away. I'm sure you could get a good use out of your spike between now and then. And also, it's good for just giving ideas. I mean, we've had a load of, like, brewed-up ideas from the Spikes. Oh, absolutely. I I love the fluff in it. 
I mean, it doesn't yeah. affect the game, but it is actually really cool to see the background. And I know I talked about this in my unboxing video, but I love the little segment where it has four famous teams. I find it really, I I find it really inspiring, like to go and then develop my own team or to base a team on the stories within it. It's just something I've really loved about most of the recent spikes. Even the old World Alliance one had had them, and it's just. It just gets it just gets you inspired. It gets me inspired anyway. Yeah, and at, at the end of the day, you don't need it. You can play your Snot League team without it. So it's like if you want if you want to have the lore, you want to see all the stuff inside, the extra goodies, and have the collector's item. You know, for the sake of a few quid, and in this hobby, that isn't that much. Um, you can have it, and if you don't want it, I, you don't have to have it. Exactly. But I think if you don't pick it up. And they never bring out the spikes again, or you don't, you know, you have to wait five years for a codex for, for, for Snotlings. Well, let me put it this way someone asked me yesterday if I still had some, if I had PDFs of some second edition stuff, because it had really interesting lore, specific lore in it. I guarantee you that in 2022, 2023, someone's going to say, have you got the PDF of the uh, the Snotling Spike? Because there was a thing in there about <laughs> the devastating Doomspire Death Dealers, and I, I want to read about it. And it's, you know, I, we're not shilling. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's £8 or whatever. But if you like the team, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and, um, yeah cool. Yeah. Uh, however, the team itself, we're going to talk about builds now. We're going to talk quickly about builds in 2016 and also 2020. The build gets even cooler in 2020. So although it is sad that we're not going to get to play this in 2016 for very long, what the team becomes in 2020 is actually it gets a slight level up. So I'm more excited to play it in 2020 than I am in 2016, even though I am excited to play it in 2016. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn, which is not a bad place to be as a gamer. But um, all right, should we have a look at these lists then, Ben? Yeah, let's jump into it. All right, let's go, and we'll start with the 2016 Snotling team rosters. Okay, and we're back. The camera is working. My settings are not, but I do have another cup of tea. So, Ben, thank you for allowing us to take a little hiatus. <laughs> uh, right, we are going to look at some suggested starting builds for Snotlings in a league for the 2016 rule set. We're gonna to come to 2020 afterwards, although those of you who are following our YouTube channel have already seen a couple of lit rosters on there, but it gives us a, an opportunity to talk through stuff a bit more. So let's begin. I've got two rosters prepped for 2016, Ben. Are we interested okay. to get your take? Because I didn't share these with you because I 100% wrote them today. So that's okay. I have one too. So <laughs> we'll have to compare. See if not. Right, first up is the two pump wagon build. And this one contains, did I put it in the show notes? I did. So two wagons, two trolls, one flinger, two stilties, two hoppers, six snotlings, and three rerolls? I think I've written four on the screen, but I think I've put three rerolls down. And you can take a four. So let's ignore the graphic and say there's three rerolls. That, in my estimation, takes it to 870. But you drop 120 of uh, 120 of that for oh, it takes it to 850. You drop 120 of that for disposable because you got six mm -hmm. notlings. So it means you get 270 petty cash. Okay, the maths adds up. I've just 
put four instead of three for rerolls. 270 petty cash normally if you're facing another TV 1 million. And the petty cash, I would use there 100 for rookies and 150 for bribes. So you get a little bit of leeway with, with 20k here or there. So if uh, if your opponent's going with a 980 list or something like that, you'll still get the full whack. Uh, you could take a second flinger, but you will probably lose a bribe from it when you're playing at the, you know, the beginning of a league. So advantages of this, you get to use all the pump wagons. You get four strength five pieces. Yes, you, you've still got three bribes. You've got a flinger. You've got the pump wagon. So you should be able to keep whatever you choose on. Um, and I think if you want to use the most models, this is the roster for that. However, we've also got a second build, or I've got a second build. The Ripper Wagon is what I've tentatively called this, which is one pump wagon, two trolls, one flinger, two hoppers, two stilties, six notlings, and I've put four rerolls, but it is three rerolls again. This time, because you only take one pump wagon, you get 380 petty cash, which means you can spend 270 on Ripper and take a hundred k's worth of riotous rookies so you've got no bribes so you're gonna to have to use your pump wagon once and your flinger once so you can argue the call but then you can actually take ripper so you end up with two trolls plus ripper and a million snotlings yeah i do like that because ripper i, um, thought, I thought you might yeah i going back to the first one yeah i you mentioned taking the two flingers. I would absolutely take the second flinger over the bribe there. So two pumps, two flingers, and two bribes, basically. Yeah, because you have the two pumps, I would probably put one on at a time until they're gone. Yeah. Um, and keep the the bombs coming and use the bribes to keep the wagons going. That's, not, that's probably that's, what I would do there. That's not bad. The, the cool thing about both these rosters is you get a smattering of the positionals. And you get the flexibility there. So you can take a flinger, but you will probably have too much of a TV ever so slightly at the beginning of a league to, to get that reroll. So, But a flinger and a, and a bribe, sorry, are the same thing, aren't they really, Ben? Except yeah. you get the advantage of being able to use two at once. Um, so what was what was the roster that you brewed up? Um, for mine, it was, I had, this was again, it was going for like a model build rather than a, what could I take for this build? Yeah. So I've got one pump, two trolls, two flingers, two hoppies, two stilters, two stilties, seven snots, three re-rolls. Um, and then enough, I've basically would factor in getting rookies and two bribes. Um, that would take you to seven. Sorry, without the inducements, it'll be seven ninety with inducements nine ninety, but then minus one hundred and forty for the seven snots. So you'd be on one hundred fifty. Seven. Uh, one hundred forty with them at twenty k seven snots. Oh yeah, but then you said the roster was nine ninety. Yes, nine ninety. Sorry, yeah. So yeah. all in all, like you said, you'd be one hundred and fifty k under. Yes. Yeah. So what are you thinking for that? Sorry, the one riotous rookies and one bribe. Uh yeah, with the sorry, it's seven ninety. So minus... oh right, oh gosh, sorry. Okay, so yeah, you yeah, got yeah. you got everything anyway. <laughs> yeah, seven ninety minus one hundred and forty. So you're on six fifty. So you have three fifty to play with. So if you had two bribes, two rookies, you're on eight fifty. 
then you can't afford Ripper. But you can afford a wizard. You can. You are in perfect wizard range. Well, you know that night, the night either fireball or that night or the mork foot of mork and gork. You are right. Seeing that foot of gork um, did kind of make me think that might not be terrible. Well, the thing is, you've got a billion snotlings, so even if you yeah. can't pick up the ball, you can get them onto the ball. Yes, with with probably one, maybe two, two plus dodges. So you yeah. pop you pop that ball out. I mean, snotlings are not tough, but one tackle zone is one tackle zone. Yeah, very true. You're going to be applying those modifiers to the ball. So if you're up against a slow team, like Kemri or Dwarves, where their agility is quite poor, you drop that ball and chuck some tackle zones on them. You've cost them several turns of movement. Yeah. And that can be all you need to, to, to do, really. Yeah, and you have got... Yeah, like you say, you've got a lot of players. You could have enough there to get a chainsaw and then the brew. A cheeky <laughs> brew, if you wanted yeah, it. A cheeky brew. <laughs> Yeah, with like either a helmet or a groth or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a little bit more threat. Or you could take bomber for the extra, you know. Yeah, very the, true. For the, a third bomb. The, the full the full artillery range of three bombers, <laughs> three bombardiers on this team. Oh, that that'd be worth just trying. I think. <laughs> See what that's like. Who's got the other bomber? It's the chaos dwarf. Is oh, that chaos dwarf do have one. Yeah. Uh, so there's Chaos Dwarf Bomber, there's the Dwarf Bomber that also plays for oh, yeah. Norse and then there's the there's the Goblin Bomber. So in a mixed team, if you went half Norse or half Chaos Dwarf and half Snotlings, you could have all the Bombardiers. <gasps> no. That's a... Yeah. Which is better? Is it better to just take a half Goblin team and take the Goblin Bombardier and the Star for four? For mm. max for max Goblin Bombardier Carnage. <laughs> You've got to work this out. <laughs> yeah, this might is, be a mega bowl contender. <laughs> this is important. This is important for the for the max bomb nonsense, and and a wizard, because I although I may have put that in the rule book not to include wizards. Ah, uh, well, I didn't you can take hail mary pass with the tournament build. <laughs> yeah, loads <laughs> three hail mary pass bombardiers. Just that's my game plan. Just <laughs> I, might, I might do this. <laughs> just the barrage, bonehead barrage. There you go. The entire team is just solely focused on just bombardiering everything and then losing probably. Cool. You reminded me. Sorry, this is totally irrelevant. We're going back on a segment. What have we got? You you asked me uh, in the break, would I, would I take the troll team out for another outing? Oh, yeah. I could revamp the troll team now that Snotlings are out for an extra troll because I had Orc before. Oh, yeah. This is what I, I was saying. Probably, yeah. You, you, can have right. five, you can have five trolls. The Plus two Ripper. Goblin, the two Snotlings, and Ripper, the five oh, troll yeah. lineup with three Bombardiers rostered. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's happening. <laughs> troll tillery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, so I think that is a very good way to move into the benefits of the Snotling roster. There's a lot of flexibility. As a, you can take no pump wagons, but the, the problem is the model is so cool. Um. Ben, if you're playing a, a game, would you how how badly would you take it if your opponent said, Look, I, "I don't have any troll models. I'm just using my pump wagons as trolls." Oh, yeah, that's absolutely fine. They got the same stat line. Yeah. I'd be I, I'd be more than happy for that, and actually, kind of encourage it. I think if you weren't running a pump wagon build, yeah, I'd use them as trolls. I think that's actually a really good shout. Yeah, so that's it. So if you are looking at playing snotlings and you don't want to run the pump wagons or you don't have trolls. Use them as your trolls. I think trolls are more 
important for this build. I mean, every build we've done has got two trolls in Ben. Like, yeah, that's just that's just a thing we've done because having the anchor of two strength five armor nine pieces that get guard and they also enable a throw teammate for a stretch play. Uh, they are just too important to not have. Uh, whereas the pump wagons almost feel like you're taking a star player for the lols. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how it feels. Yeah. I mean, they've got, um, they've got, well, they're agility one, so the ability for them to get the ball is garbage. And then, you know, even with break tackle, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great <laughs> at all. So the pump wagons are a lot of fun. But if you're just starting out, you already got this box. Just use those as your trolls. Most of your opponents are not going to mind at all. Don't do one and one because that is a bit squiffy. But if you say, look, just using these guys as trolls, not running any pump wagons because I am focusing on my snotling play. Um, yeah, go for it. I think that's a great way around it. And um, I'd be very happy with that because well, we do a lot of count as models. And when you've got a team where there's just a couple of important positionals, you can do that and people are going to be able to cope um so yeah yeah there's almost nothing that'll be like a gotcha with that because no. it's the same stats and like there's not there's it's only really offensive skills then yeah yeah it's jog's dirty player is the benefit for the pump wagon and no loner um yeah but yeah i, I just don't be afraid to just talk to your opponent and say i want to use my pump wagons as trolls so that you can actually use your pump wagons for the entire game like it's it's reasonable and the model the model is so cool the model is so 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 cool we talked through the amount of star players these guys get rippers probably the best for them at 270 you can take morgue but he is a billion pounds in yep. 2016 so even it's funny this team's got disposable and their guys are cheap but you've got four big guys at 100k each 110k each it's only marginally cheaper than an ogre team and it almost feels because they've got the swarming rule that riotous rookies is ubiquitous like so immediately you've got the two trolls that you have to take you've got riotous rookies that you really have to budget for you've got at least one pump wagon because it's just so fun and that's 400 right there and then you've got a bunch of snotlings so you 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 got the flexibility to have a lot but you give up a lot to get it and yeah so whether you do go two trolls two pumps or two trolls one pump in 2016 you've got a lot of choice a lot of flexibility but really it's all going to be down to the hoppers and the stilties they're the ones who are going to think going to score the touchdowns and everything else is just, just to support them yeah, yeah i think so i really do think so um anything else for 2016 builds for snotlings ben uh i think that's all i had all right fantastic let's move on to the next age of blood bowl We fast-forwarded four years into the future. We're now in the next age of Blood Bowl, uh, where everybody has a new stat, and it is the passing stat. And um, it there's, there's been some changes to the game, including the player costs. So in Blood Bowl 2020, the pump wagon costs 5k less. Every single snotling also costs 5k less. They still have essentially disposable. The skill is called something different, but... It, for all intents and purposes, it is the disposable skill. And um, they. Uh, the team, therefore, you, you, get, you get a lot more that you can buy. So we are going to have a look at the different builds you can do with the Snotling team 
in Blood Bowl 2020. So, first up is the two pump wagon build. Uh, two pump wagons, two trolls, one flinger, one hopper, one stilty, nine snotlings. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, sixteen players, three rerolls. That will give you 310 in petty cash for this roster. Let me just check that. Yeah, it does, because it takes you to 690, then you top up with the nine snotlings. Um, that means you can reliably take 150 worth of bribes and 100 in riotous rookies. Now, we talked about it before. You can boost up your roster. Flingers are still 30k in 2020, so you can take it. You risk losing a bribe, but you've got slightly more to play with here because the pump wagons are cheaper. Um, so, and But one thing to be very aware of in Blood Bowl 2020 is that teams, because they are now priced in 5Ks, there's there are players and there are teams where the starting roster comes in at 960, 970, rather than a straight 1000. So you kind of got to lower your budget if you're relying on um, inducements. But you could happily take a flinger, uh, a second flinger here, or the second hopper, a second stilty, and risk going down to just two bribes, which, Ben, we spoke about in the 2016 team list, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think I... Yeah, here I would keep the. No, okay, see, see, I think. Can I give my thoughts on this team? Go for it. Go for it. I. The only reason I don't like it is because I'm not using both hoppers and stilties. Uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's really cool, but I just feel like you're going to want both of them. I, I drop snotlings to put more of those in. But then. And lose the fucking cash. That's exactly it. So you can take yeah. the extra guys, and you can take them quite happily, but you do lose that certainty of the third bribe. And if you're upping your secret weapons, you kind of want more bribes. However, uh, like you said before, is that if you've got two of everything, it gives you the flexibility to either deploy two at a time if you really need to, and then rely on your bribes, or to just deploy one at a time. So if you take a second flinger, he counts as a bribe himself because if your first one gets sent off, you just send the second one on. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So if you if you're buying a bribe to get your flinger back, just get the other flinger. Yeah. If that's the purpose <laughs> for the bribe, like that's. <laughs> well, the bribes are there for the pump wagons, really, and this exactly. is kind of actually you get the opportunity to run both pump wagons for a drive, maybe on offense. Actually, two pumps, two trolls. That's a pretty solid. You got an opportunity to open some some gaps there, and do some yeah. some serious mashing, and still have the bribes to be able to reliably bring your players back on. I think they somewhat compete with each other though, just where they both really want the blitzing blitzing role. Well, you could have one blitzer, one fowler. So actually, the mean the two pumps. Yeah, I I do like yeah. your idea of actually you've got two trolls to anchor, and then one pump uh, wagon to blitz in with jugs. Just take the advantage. Um, I, yeah, I think you're right, and I think. Oh, that's the inducement page. That's uh, the four reroll build. Oh, I don't have a one pump wagon version for 2020, Ben. Um, uh, this one here I think suits a little bit more. So four reroll build, two pump wagons, two trolls, two flingers, two hoppies, two stilties, six snotlings, four rerolls, only 180 petty cash, which means you get one bribe. And riotous rookies, so uh, I think I think you're right, Ben. I think in this situation, actually, if you drop that second pump wagon, you get three bribes, riotous rookies, and two yeah. of everything. 
Yeah. So I think yeah, this is very similar to the one I had. Yeah, I think the four reroll one pump wagon roster might actually be the best. I think so. I think I don't think the pump is really going anywhere if you have the bribes to keep it on. Um, I think it's he's either gonna do his thing, get sent off, and hopefully have done his thing beforehand, or you know he's not gonna do much, and then it doesn't really matter anyway. Like, uh, I, yeah, I I feel like. I feel like a second pump wagon is just attacks. Um, and you can open up the team to so much more opportunity. It also depends on how you think you might want to play them. Like, with the goblin team, right? You sometimes want to be slower because you want to just destroy them before all your fun stuff gets sent off. Yep. Snotlings have less of that. You don't have your ball and chain. You don't have your chainsaw. Um, yes, you got your two bombs, I guess. Um Oh, no, you got your one bomb exactly so he's more valuable um in this you have two bombs here so you can just kind of keep going i feel like snotlings are going to play faster i feel like you're going to want to just keep going keep going keep going and i think trying to uh yeah i don't know where i'm going with this but i just feel like <laughs> i feel like you just want to keep keep at it get all your flingers in keep your pump wagon on just use the bribes on the pump wagon and then just keep running i just don't think you want to stand and bash and you might be able to stand and bash if you get the star players to do it. I don't know. I'm rambling. I actually agree. I think this is going to be quite a mobile offense, despite the fact you've got those two trolls. Uh, the two trolls kind of just work as terrain. Your pump wagon yeah. strikes, and the rest of your team, of which you should have a very large number uh, for Blood Bowl comparatively, because basically you're running two trolls plus an, another team of Blood Bowl. Uh, yeah. And you get a lot of movement. So you can do the gang fouls. You can just have a ridiculous screen of nine snotlings. Yeah, they're not going to go very fast. But at some point, they're going to make a, a massive sprint action of 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus and just go half the pitch. Um, no, not half the pitch. Half the half the pitch. So a quarter of the pitch. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this is going to give you the most um, opportunity to do everything you want to do. So yeah, I think four rerolls, one pump. Ben, I think you've called it, man. I really do. And I regret putting the Snotling video out before I talked to you in depth <laughs> about this because you've made me see the error of my ways. If only there was a way to turn this round. For example, using the Snotly Grack build, which I there do is. think is probably the best build you can use. If you want to go pure Snotlings, do the other one. The four rerolls, one pump wagon. If you want to try your best to win the game or just really go for it, if you want to be a try-hard snotling coach, then the snotly grack build is for you, I think. One pump wagon, two trolls, one flinger, one hopper, one stilty, eight snotlings, three rerolls, and then, of course, because you're saving 415 petty cash then. Oh, I got the wrong thing. Um, you get... Grack and Crumbleberry for 250 in Blood Bowl 2020, which still leaves you enough for 100 for the riotous rookies. Now, Ben, Grack and Crumbleberry has kick teammate. Yes. What is it that is great about this roster? Uh, yeah, on this you can throw, you can kick, and you can lob a bomb. All in one mm. turn. <laughs> yeah, which is just really cool. Um, I think... I think opening Grek and Crumbleberry to just everyone, I think they're going to become the real kind of hot pick for star players it's in like, a lot of teams. It's like um, 
a really powerful colorless artifact in magic or just jewel <laughs> lands isn't it like fetch lands like oh yeah everyone's got to have yeah. it or it opens up a, a valuable bit of list building but this roster functions just fine Pump wagon, two trolls, flingers. Hump, you know, you can add the second flinger, hoppy, uh, hoppy or stilter. All right, you, you <laughs> position us there. You can take the second hoppy. Um, you know, you can do that, and all it's going to do is reduce your likelihood of getting that bribe or that that inducement cash. But if you're happy to gamble with it, like you said, Ben, actually having having a pump wagon, two flingers is almost the same as having a pump wagon, a flinger, and two reroll and two bribes. You know, you, you, you can move around it. But having Grack and Crumberberry to give you 16 players, as long as you can still get those riotous rookies, your team is going to be up there in the 19 to 23 players. And you can throw them with your trolls. You can kick them with um, with Grack and Crumbleberry. You've got Crumbleberry, who is, an ad- uh, who is a strength two halfling as well, which actually does add a bit. Plus, you get an ogre. So you've yeah. got two trolls, an ogre, and a pump wagon. Walk into a bar. Um, <laughs> it, it, I think it just soups up the team. And in you know in current Blood Bowl, you've got the halfling builds where they purposefully stick to 600k so they can take deep root reliably. I think I think Grack is going to be the deep root for Snotlings um, because yeah, it I think so. Just opens up more tactics. And just really strengthens the build. And... I'm also looking forward to seeing um, what people come up with because we've been talking about this in our club, haven't we? Yeah. Of like, you know, Grack and Crumbleberry is basically big guy plus Dunty. I think you can kind of be quite flexible with that. Oh. Like, you could have a troll goblin combo. You could have, yeah, like a a massive orc um, and a goblin. I don't know. Yeah, like human human from, halfling. From a, from a modeling point of view, absolutely. Yeah. You don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, even if you wanted to take uh, Grack and Crumbleberry on Elf team, somehow you're 250k down. Actually, having a strength five piece and a throw teammate available to you, you take um, Birch from Windsor Chog and a Halfling model, doesn't look that out of place. And you've got a yeah. big guy with throw teammate on your Elf team. I mean, there's better things to spend 250k, but I don't know, if you wanted to be a fun, fun Elf... Uh, yeah, you've got an option of modelling stuff. I did manage to swing a Grack and Crumbleberry on eBay actually for twenty Ooh, nice. twenty-one pounds. So that's, that's about, about RRP. So I'm really happy with that because I was looking at these lists and I was like, <laughs> Grack is about to be uh, very important. I think to have yeah. as an asset. But yeah, some great modelling to be had. And um, yeah, I just think there's definitely one to do that. So if you're going to go all Snotlings, then the four reroll, one pump um rookies and bribes if you want to chuck in a star player and just open up the additional potentials for modeling or quite frankly if you've got ripper at the moment he doesn't exist in blood bowl 2020 you use ripper as grack and you grab a goblin or a snotling that looks particularly special and you just use them as as, as uh, grack and crumbleberry so you can yeah, still use your ripper um I think there's probably going to be a lot of people out there with some lovingly painted Ripper models that are worried they're not going to get use. Well, he just got slightly worse, but now he can kick stuff. So uh, it's just Ripper on a bad day. So I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be about right. Um, 2020 is going to change a couple of other things for the Snotling team. So Leap, 
um, gets a little bit worse for the bouncers because they've got minus one for tackle zones. So they mm -hmm. will get less important. But the ability to take a random agility skill on three SPP mean that your team's going to get an opportunity to get stuff quicker, uh, which might help. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Uh, we don't really know how that's going to play out. But I think... I think more importantly, we're going to have... We're going to be able to keep our snotlings. Um, and just, like, if they get SPP, it's fine. They get SPP. You don't have to keep firing them. I think you're going to have access to more and more cash. You no. are. You are. Absolutely going to have access to more cash. But also, if you take a random skill, um, a snotling with a random skill is only 25k. Now, obviously, they're disposable, so they don't count towards your team value, no matter what, whether they've got skills or not. Um, oh, that's true. That is true. So, so it doesn't actually matter. But, you know, you've always got that in your mind of, I don't want to take... This goblin doesn't want to take the double skill because then he almost doubles in value. Well, this for a snotling, you know, they don't want to take a skill because they literally double in value. Well, it's not going to be the case in Blood Bowl 2020, so you are going to be able to keep your guys. They are going to be able to grow up and develop skills, and it means you're going to be extra, extra sad when they die. But <laughs> Blood Bowl how much is... How much is strength two now? Oh my goodness me! That would be a <laughs> extra eighty k. Um, that's hundred k goblin. That's a that's a really interesting point actually. I don't know. I might actually have it wrong when it comes to disposable and how it works in Blood Bowl twenty twenty because uh, I haven't really considered everybody anybody living long enough to to kind of be able to to take advantage of that and i certainly didn't consider the potential for them to get a strength up but yeah strength now cost 80k uh <laughs> which is incredibly unrealistic uh inducements no that's not it let's look for team special it's also rules. a lot of touchdowns that that's not going to have to score oh yes yeah, 18 for a stat up isn't it yeah team special rules page 106 here we go boop Boop, boop. Low-cost linemen. In league play, when calculating the current value of any permanently hired lineman, the hiring fee of that player is not included. So their stat-ups do count. So Snotling's just... Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the point is that if you take a random skill, it's only 10k. So yeah. that Snotling then adds 10k to your TV instead of what would have been the old money, 40k. Um, <laughs> so... You're absolutely quids in, which means you should be able to reliably keep affording riotous rookies. I think riotous rookies mixed with swarming uh, is going to be the main snotling game plan or the main snotling advantage. And I don't know if you saw this, Ben, but uh, listener messaged us saying they got their first game in against snotlings. They played Norse versus snotlings. The Norse Ooh. team won 2-0, but they ended up with six players on the pitch because he was playing, really? well, he's playing 11 players against 22 um, <laughs> and he said it just it just it was just they were just didn't stop there was just so many of them they kept outnumbering him two to one on the pitch uh <laughs> i know which is cool and as a as a potential starting player that makes me very excited oh yeah i i'm so looking forward to getting his team on the pitch uh yeah um and then we haven't even approached the topic of sevens for them but you, you've got to have a pump wagon Oh, yeah. That's a terrible Definitely. idea, but you've got to give it a go. Um, I think that is probably enough snotling nonsense for today. Um, I think we've covered everything. <laughs> I think so. 
I mean, I can't get enough of this team, though. You know, keep talking about it for years. I just want to see how the little positional guys work. I just want to see them do great stuff. Yeah. And I think they will, because, you know, they're just so above average that I just think they're going to be really mighty. And I cannot wait for those to start leveling up. Anyway, we will wrap it up for an episode here. Ben, thank you ever so much for joining me and talking Blood Bowl nonsense on this episode 50 of the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Great. And uh, guys, thank you very much for listening. Keep an eye on our YouTube channel and on social medias because we are doing more teams and uh, hopefully... You would have already seen Ben's painting video, app, but basically when it when it launches, if you see the video, give him loads and loads of praise so he does more because uh, I think it's brilliant. And uh, oh, I, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's wicked. Right, let's wrap up. I've got uh, I got work in the morning. Ugh. I yeah, just we all do. I just want to plate snot things. Yeah, um, <laughs> sad times. <laughs> right, guys, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Do Bye bye.